Welcome to the Innovation Meets Leadership podcast. Real inspiration for real innovators. If you're looking for innovation and leadership transformation, your journey starts now. Welcome to the Innovation Meets Leadership podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Bourne. I want to first start by thanking you for this incredible journey that we've been on together this year. If you're not aware, the podcast is now in over 30 countries, and that's so incredible to think about the fact that this podcast has not only reached around the United States, but it's reached around the world. So first and foremost, I want to give you a shout out for listening, for rating, and for sharing. And I want to call out just a few of the countries that have been listening lately. So shout out to India, Italy, Bulgaria, and Denmark. Thank you guys so much for listening. Today, we are talking about a topic that I hope brings a ton of value to you, and that's what podcasting can teach you. And just so you know, there have been some super useful things that podcasting has afforded me the ability to understand, and I want to share those lessons with you. Over COVID, a record number of podcast shows have been launched, but most people actually don't make it past their seventh episode. So not only do I want to show you what lessons in this episode I've learned, but in the next episode of this podcast, I'm actually going to talk to you about how to launch a podcast. If it's something you've ever been interested in doing, that's going to be the episode to listen to. As we talk about some of the principles of what podcasting can teach us, the first principle that it has taught me personally is that we have to stop playing it small. What an important principle. In all of our lives, we have this crossroad where we want to play it small. And typically, what I've seen is it comes through failure. So whether you failed at a job or a relationship or perhaps a business that you've tried to launch, if you've decided from now on that you're going to play it small and you're not going to take many risks. Through a series of events in my own life, when I started this podcast, I had mentally done the same thing. I had said to myself, this is going to be an Atlanta, Georgia, U.S.-based podcast, and I will interview Atlanta-based leaders. Looking back on that decision, that was so silly because so many people have gleaned from the principles of innovation and leadership, and why would I play it so small when this podcast is in over 30 countries now? And I'll tell you why. Because fear can feel like comfort in our lives. To play it small is to play it comfortable. But nothing good in our lives happens through small thinking. Small thinking is based in fear. So what are we so afraid of, you might ask? I believe it's the fear of the unknown. It's the what ifs. What if they don't like me? What if they don't listen? What if I fail? The what ifs truly stop us in our tracks and prevent us from doing anything great in our life. Not only have you listened from around the world, but daily I hear how much this podcast is helping people. The listeners of this podcast have taught me to stop playing it small and just focus on helping people. And let me say that again, because I feel like someone needs to hear that. Stop playing it small and just focus on helping people and adding value to their lives. And the success that you want will come when we focus on the right things. So what an important principle on playing it small. The second principle I've learned this year through podcasting is how far you'll go in your life is dependent upon your ability to collaborate. 
So when you embark on something new, it feels scary. And oftentimes you can feel alone. And one of the things I never knew about being a podcaster is how many other podcasters will come alongside of you and help add value to your show to get the word out. They'll invite you on their show and help you when you have questions about podcasting. You know, this year I've been on about 12 shows and I never would have met some of these people if I had not taken the leap into the world of podcasting. So many strangers have become just fast friends through podcasting. As a matter of fact, the first person that invited me on their show in 2020 was Sangram Vadre. He has almost 30,000 LinkedIn followers and interviews CEOs. He interviews people like Patrick Lencioni and Bob Golf. And here he is inviting me onto his LinkedIn Live. Sometimes we have to step back and realize that we are only where we are because of a ton of incredible mentors and leaders that have come alongside of us. They've seen us and invested in us. After that interview, I got so many other interviews because of Sangram. So Sangram, thank you for being a great light and shining that light and investing in all of those around you. So the beauty of podcasting to me is this podcast community that comes alongside of you and shares with you, they collaborate with you, and they help you become more successful. For me, this was the biggest surprise of podcasting that I could have ever found out this year is that just incredible community that comes alongside of you. So if you're looking for community, Maybe you need to become a podcaster. I'm just saying it's a, it's a pretty awesome thing. I've met some of the most incredible people this year. The third principle that I want to share with you is ask better questions, get better answers. Sometimes we don't get good answers because we're not asking good questions. There are some people that are just a pro when it comes to interviews. You can ask them any question in the world, and they can spin it into a very powerful answer, no matter what you ask them. You could ask them the worst question, and they would still find gold. Not everybody is like that, and that's okay. One of the things that I've found this year is that my job as a podcast host is to find the gold that's in every person and mine it out, which means I have to sit down and really think about how to ask good questions. One thing I do often is research other interviews or articles that the guest has written and really ensure that I understand their point of views and their point of passions. I once turned down being interviewed myself on a podcast because I wasn't passionate about the topic and I knew that it would not be a good show and that would reflect poorly on me and the host. So one point of advice is if you're ever asked to interview on a topic you're not passionate about, don't go on there and lay an egg. Instead, Ask if you can either shift the topic to something that matters to you or take a rain check and sit this one out. When someone comes on my podcast, my job is to find the brilliance and share it with you. So I'm so passionate about knowing what other points of views there are in advance so that I can surface those ideas, surface those viewpoints, and make sure that I share them with everyone that's going to be listening. If you're interested in figuring out how to ask better questions, there's this book out there called Power Questions by Andrew Sibyl and Gerald Panis, I believe. And it talks about having the right questions is better than having the right answer ready. Asking good questions deepens a relationship, it provokes thought leadership, and it actually uncovers how people really feel. So it, it can be powerful to ask really good questions. As a podcast host, the best thing someone can say to me is you pulled out answers 
that were in me that I didn't even know were in there. And as a matter of fact, I want to suggest this powerful book to everyone listening to become a better question asker. The fourth principle and the last one I want to share with you today is to make others look brilliant. Now, that may seem obvious as a podcast host, but I want to take a moment to share something with you, and I hope it sparks this introspection in you as well. So in my childhood, I didn't love my childhood always because growing up, I was ridiculed for my race. I was one of the few people in my town that was there as a minority, and as a result, I formed this need to focus on my smarts and wits over relationships. And sometimes, you know, hard things in our life or trauma can cause us to really overemphasize on a certain area of our lives. And I'll be honest, that didn't necessarily bode well for me early in the workplace. What that could bring about was that every peer could potentially be a competitor, not an ally. And so I felt this constant need to show other people how smart I was. <laughs> and at the root of that, I was really trying to say, hey, I'm worthy too. Now, fast forward, you hear me talk all the time about collaboration. But that comes from a place of knowing that I didn't always do it right. And early in my career, I did it wrong a lot of times. And there were certain times in meetings where I had to have all the facts and research and information versus coming ready to ask really good and really powerful questions. I wanted to make myself look brilliant versus having a good, solid conversation and understanding. Once I hired a coach, I really started to understand this blind spot. And I started to change the way that I approached meetings, I approached conversations, and I approached people. And I'm not saying I'm perfect at it, but I'm definitely more aware and trying. And so before I would have focused on my wits or smarts, but that would not have built a relationship with the person. Now, I would have gotten my thoughts out and gotten my thoughts across and maybe or maybe not, they would have left thinking, how smart is this person? but I would not have gotten what they needed to say or what they needed to hear out. Now, as I've changed that, I've focused on asking very powerful, very good questions. And I'm a student of this. I'm a student of asking questions. So this book, I want to leave you with a thought on page 30. And it talks about using the Socratic approach when it comes to asking questions. And of course, you guys know the Socratic approach comes from the philosopher Socrates. All right, so page 30. When you adopt the Socrates mindset, you approach almost every conversation differently. Here's a contrast that will help you understand the mindset. And I love this, guys. I hope you really listen to this and even get this book because instead of telling, you ask a thought-provoking question. Instead of being an expert, you invite others to contribute their expertise. Instead of controlling knowledge, you help draw out others' experiences. Instead of assuming meaning, you ask about the meaning of words. Instead of mandating solutions, you solicit solutions from others. Instead of showing how smart you are, man, weren't we just talking about this one? You show others how smart they are. You find the brilliance in other people and you let that shine. Instead of analyzing, you synthesize and look for the big picture. Now, stay with me because I love this quote. This is from Socrates. Remember that there is nothing stable in human affairs. 
Therefore, avoid undue elation in prosperity or undue depression in adversity. And one thing I just want to add here is early in my career, I created a lot of undue (laughs) depression because I was so focused on being smart instead of collaborating. And so that's why one of the core tenets of who I am today and what I really push in my work and as a consultant is I push the ability to collaborate because what I've seen is that we are so much better when we do it together. We just are. And I know if I had known this when I was younger, it would have changed my world. You know, you can either be right or you can be in relationship. And I want relationship. (laughs) And I want to arrive at the best possible conclusion together. It reminds me of this African proverb that I'm sure you know. If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. I have only gone far this year because of the amazing leaders, podcasters, friends, and listeners like you that have joined me on this journey. Over 30 plus interviews in the books on the Innovation Meets Leadership podcast in 2020 and so many more to come in 2021. I can't wait for you to join me next time as we talk about how to start a podcast. And to our listeners, thank you for joining the Innovation Meets Leadership podcast. Subscribe, leave a review, and share this episode on your social media platform of choice. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Innovation Meets Leadership. And remember, don't just get out of the box, break the box and set it on fire. Let's go transform something. Thank you for joining us for the Innovation Meets Leadership podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our show on iTunes. Follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Innovation Meets Leadership. And visit our site at innovationmeetsleadership.com for more innovation resources. Today's sponsorship is brought to you by Territory Global. We work at the intersection of experience and imagination. We help you pinpoint problems and turn them into opportunities. We make imagine happen. Some of the best organizations in the world choose us as their partner to help solve their strategy, innovation, transformation, story, and ways of working problems. Learn more at Territory.co.